On January 1st, 2020, the Noon's Darkroom Artist Collective found a baby on their doorstep. This was none other than Baby New Year. Following the death of Father Time, the collective has been tasked with raising the child. You can hear the story play out this year on Newton's Dark Room Presents. Each episode features original music that will be released as an EP on Spotify, iTunes, and other major streaming platforms, as well as on cassette. New episodes drop the last Monday of every month, and you can find them wherever you get your podcast. Come experience the life of Baby New Year, only on Newton's Dark Room Presents. Hey, this is Mike from 424 Recording reminding you to help keep this podcast post office paraphernalia ad free by snagging a tape from Painted Blonde at PaintedBlondeTapes.com. The following podcast contains explicit language. Hello and welcome to Analog Thoughts in a Digital World, a podcast from 424 Recording about creativity and the pursuit of the artistic life. My co-host this season is Jason from Painted Blonde Tapes. Every other week, we're asking questions about creativity and discussing our answers. We're also making recommendations at the end of each episode about anything we're listening to, reading, watching, etc. If you want to see full video episodes of the podcast, become a patron at patreon.com slash 424recording. Have you found your voice? Wow. I've been like re- reading this like reading this book I, that... Um, uh, by an author, Lisa Congdon, and that was sort of like one of the first bits um, was talking about like your voice. And I think it was also in st- like, um, what is it, Steal Like an Artist or the other one, the other one that we recommended? Show Your Work. Show Your Work. I feel like there was something about, you know, like finding your voice. Everybody thinks you need to find your voice. Have you found your voice? Dude, I think the, at least for me, the the point about this is the main point is uh, I think it's I think you find it and then it changes um, because that's actually that's what I've been going through recently is like I feel like just when I think I found it like I cruise on that for a minute and then like something completely changes and I'm like wait I thought I found it now it seems to <laughs> it seems to be this well, like yeah. uh, not esoteric but ephemeral sort of thing of like well I, yeah and I, I almost feel like sometimes my voice is like just something that's like beamed into me and that I'm like receptive to, if that makes sense. Like uh, I was writing some stuff today and uh, it was almost like it was just, it was like, I was like a lightning rod that got yeah. struck by lightning. And, uh, but I guess since I mean, that's, that's such like an amazing feeling when that, when yeah, that happens. Yeah. Like, I, was, I, was, I was actually like kind of scared. Was, yeah. <laughs> it was like, and like, 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 yeah, I was just, I don't know. It was just whatever I was playing was just sounding, you know, perfect to me i was like yes like this is why dude yeah why we do it you know and Um, then like i had one of those moments too where it like made a bunch of other things i was doing click too and it was like whoa okay something something just happened here you know uh i guess in terms of like singing like uh when i did like wonders of color i thought like that was going to be my voice forever like the voice i do on that in terms of you know the singing and uh I was listening to that today, and I'm like, man, I, I don't know. Like, I think I nailed what I was going for with that one, but I listened to like Just a Trick, and then I think in that one I was like, getting a lot closer at that time to like what I wanted to do, and then 
uh, not so Alamo. I think I was like even experimenting more with just tricks sort of thing. And now mm-hmm. uh, I actually do. I actually want to make a video about this topic today, which is really nuts. Uh, and that's what led me into like this, like, I don't know, amazing, like creative spurt. Because uh, I was actually going to try to redo one of my old songs in like a new voice. And then because uh, I made that video on uh, like using a capo and how that's really given me a con- new confidence because I used to think I was a bad singer and yeah, I wasn't okay. happy with my voice, but it was just, I was singing in the wrong key. But, um, so that was, I was going to make a follow-up video. And then I wound up just like had this really productive day of working on new stuff, which I didn't think was going to happen because it's been, you know, it's been a little blocked in terms of like newer stuff. Uh, so today like stuff just started clicking. Um, but I guess my, my main point with all this stuff was that, uh, I think I'm getting to a point where I'm finding my voice again. I think it's like a constant process of like, at least for me, it's like, it has been in my experience, like, um, right when I think I have it, it's like sand that just slips through your fingers. You know, it's like, <laughs> it's like just as you think you got it, it's changes or you do want to do something different or, uh, but I don't know. I mean, there's artists that they have they find their voice and they use it for the rest of their career i guess but um for instance like i was listening to like rain dogs the other night and i was like before i put it on i was like i really want to like i gotta make some like goblin pirate rock like tom waits and then <laughs> i started listening to it and it was like i don't want to like sound like this like this is i appreciate this because that doesn't sound like me or whatever um and what i'm trying to do i guess but it was almost like I, like trying to force it into like that sort of putting it into like that sort of uh, um, square peg into a round hole or whatever. Like yeah, well nobody else is gonna sound like Tom Waits. No, that's the thing. Like he crushed, <laughs> he crushed it, man. He he is. That's like who he is. And it's because I was just thinking I wanted to do something different, something weird. And um, yeah, I guess you know I guess you can copy other people's voices because I was you know look kind of looking for something new to sound like you know and. Um, Anyway, I think I think like well, I mean like you were saying earlier just like like your voice is kind of like constantly evolving and changing. So like to me it's like what's the point of even like finding your voice? Like you know like I was talking about a couple of writers earlier that sort of discussed this like in their books and like um, cuz yeah, I mean like that's like something that I had never even like really considered. Like I mean like you're you're changing as you grow older too like i feel like my voice has changed considerably from what it was like you know 10 years ago um like i was listening to an album that's coming up like that i released like almost 10 years ago and i was thinking like oh like i could you know repackage this or something like that you know like kind of like do like a little like celebrating like 10 years you know cool and then i was listening to it and i was like oh no (laughs) Like, I, I don't want to share this with anybody, you know, like, no way. Um, because my, like, I, I feel like personally, like, my singing has gotten, specifically has gotten better. Yeah, same here. And like, and like, you know, like recording techniques, like, I, I feel like I've gotten a little bit better, um, maybe with how I record and mix stuff. Um, so I kind of, at this point, don't want to re- revisit the past. <laughs> yeah, I think it's, I think it also, it, it perpetuates like a myth of uh, you're going to like get somewhere and then you're going to just be there forever. Like I just like something I've realized about life only in like the past week is that, you know, I thought doing certain things would get me to like this place that I wanted to be. And 
and maybe and I think you get to that place and then something changes you know and like uh it almost has to like, it's like you're never gonna get there you just have to keep going you know it's like yeah I feel like the this idea of like happily ever after or this idea of like once I find my voice like everything's gonna make sense and click and this and that and I feel like there is like it's like it's like reaching a plateau or reaching the top of a mountain but then you find your voice and you, you hit the top of this peak and then you're happy there for a minute and then you're like look in the distance and you see another peak and you're like I want to go to that one now you know and I don't know I feel like that's kind of the whole the whole idea of it is it's like it's like because it, if every artist who found their voice uh kept that same voice like wouldn't all their shit sound the same after they found yeah voice? yeah i mean totally like this band the beatles album to album they were pretty different sonically yeah yeah pretty interesting pretty interesting band that people should pay attention to yeah when are those guys from um like i think the 60s okay 1960s i'll have to check it out yeah it's good stuff but that, that's a great example too you know it's like uh, they just kept pushing, pushing it, and trying different things, and making different arrangements, and playing different instruments. And I mean, like, yeah, Ringo look at like, I mean, like, seriously, like, you look at like the the albums that they released within like what they were maybe together like ten years. It's like insane, like the the trajectory, <laughs> like of sound that they sort yeah. of discovered. Yeah, it's, it's and wild, and like they almost like. It's almost like you didn't need any other bands after that, you know? Like, they went so far into rock. Like, their stuff is still, I think, incredibly timeless, you know? It's like... Oh, yeah, Some absolutely. of the stuff they were doing, you know, it's like stuff still doesn't sound as good as that. And it and it was, like, so... Like, they... I don't know, it's, it's amazing. Well, it's probably, like, why there's, like, a billion videos on YouTube. Like, how to get Ringo's snare sound. How to get, you know... Yeah. Because everybody still wants it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty but, interesting. So but, I don't know, um, man. I, yeah, I mean, I like, they could have... Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to, like, make a couple... I mean, I, I... Sorry, I keep cutting you off. Oh, that's all good. Like, I, um, it sounds like you got more to say about the Beatles, so... No, no, no. I was going to say, like, I love, like, where you took it, like, where you took the question. It was just, like, was not where I was expecting it. Um, just the whole idea of, like, our voices evolving. I think it's, I think it's great. Cool. Yeah, because I don't know, man. I really don't know if, like eventually i'm going to get to this point because like i mean we talked about spoon last episode like i feel like i mean in terms of his like physical voice it doesn't sound that different from album to album you know like i saw i mean yeah. obviously the first early stuff but like i feel like he found his voice and that's how he sings but then like i feel like it also raises the question of like but if you listen to like the albums from album to album while they have their own sound like the the voice of like the albums changes you know like the the production yeah. of them and and how they recorded stuff so i guess it's kind of like a two-tier question in terms of like your actual voice and that how that evolves right 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 but yeah. then also like how you're evolve as an artist because i don't know i feel like maybe i'm wrong and i need to still find it and once i find it that's when shit's gonna start you know like maybe i'm still in the prequel right now or i'm in the i'm in the prologue you know i don't know it's not a bad place to be i guess i don't think so i don't think so at all <laughs> well thanks for your time mike i really appreciate it because that was yeah that was really um 
yeah, I don't know what I was. I don't know what I was expecting, but well, what, I what like were you it. thinking? My, I mean, it sounds like you kind of feel like you have evolved as a songwriter too, and your voice has gotten different or better. And yeah, I mean, like, I just, um, I don't know. Like, uh, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know that if I could really add anything um, of value to the conversation at this point in the night. Um, I guess to sum it up. I, I'm thinking like it's something that's constantly evolving. And and like I said, it's very ephemeral and like, and then there's also the question of, like I was saying, like sometimes shit just seems like it's beamed into you or into us as artists. Like sometimes it just seems like you're receptive to some sort of like wavelength that's happens to be like going directly into your brain at a certain period of time. And like, I don't know if that's like other energy, if that's just like the universe, like, I don't know what that is. Like, cause sometimes it feels like, certain things are not even me, you know, and it's like, I'm just channeling it. So I don't, yeah. I mean, I don't know if that's my voice. I don't know if that's like, you know, some cosmic voice. I don't know what the deal is. I mean, like, I love like looking back on songs and being like, I don't even remember writing that. Yeah. Like, I know I did it. Like, I know it happened somehow, but like, like, you know, like I, like there are songs where they just like come out like words and chords or whatever all together, like in one jam. And it's like, like I mean, I wish it could all be that easy, yeah. <laughs> and, it, and it, you know, it's not. But it's like there, are, there are times when that happen, it happens, and it's like it's an amazing, it's magical like the part best, of the best feeling. Dude, uh, that that was happening today. It was like I said, it was, it was almost like I was holding up the flying the kite in the rainstorm with the key <laughs> on it. <laughs> it was scary. It was scary. Like, you know, I don't know. I mean, uh, I think that's also uh, like to end with a quick Bukowski quote here that I always think is hilarious. I think he said, like, the best writing days or, or the best times when you're writing is when it all falls out like a shit after, like, a alcoholic <laughs> bender the night before. <laughs> oh, oh, man. I've, yeah, I've also heard other people um, uh, call these types of experiences, like, vomit songs where they just vom- where you vomit it out. <laughs> it just, like, comes out of nowhere. So... I don't know why we all want to go to bodily functions, but hey, I'm there. Yeah, I don't, I've got I've got kids. I've seen every bodily function there is. So. I've seen it all. I'm right. I'm right I'm here. Worked in an after school program. <laughs> I've seen it all. <laughs> Do you use a schedule or a planner? And if so, is it software or analog or both? Like, with you? Do you have any sort of uh, system for making sure that you get things done during the day that you want to get done? Um, yeah, I mean, I keep like a running kind of to-do list, I'd say. Oh, sorry. That was kind of loud. Probably. I'm sorry, listener. I was moving around. Um, so yeah, I, I keep a to-do list like in whatever sketchbook that I'm, that I'm currently working in. Um, I, I try to keep a sketchbook going at all times, even whenever I'm not like really like drawing a lot or something. But, um, yeah, so I'll have like a couple of pages in there. And I sort of lay it out by project that I'm working on at a time. Like if I've got like your tape and my tape and, um, you know, a list of videos that I want to make or something, um, artwork that I want to do, like any projects that you might have like lined up for me to, to try to tackle or attempt. Um, so for a little while I was doing it on my phone, like in the notes app, um, and, uh, excuse me, it just like got to the point where like, 
I have so many things in my notes app that like I couldn't find it or like it's like the the list would be so long that I didn't, you know like I just couldn't like keep it organized. I'm sure there's like thousands of apps for this, but I just feel like laying it out like on pencil and paper is like really great. Um not to drag my wife like through the mud, but like she she like keeps like her calendar like on her phone, you know, and like digitally like on her computer or whatever and um, it like, it is hard for me to know what's going on. Like I would, I, I like to be able to see it, you know, like up on like the kitchen calendar sometimes. So like, I, um, I don't keep like a calendar per se. Like I know that there are probably people that like have a lot of videos that they're scheduling out or something like that. Um, but I'm just not to that point with making videos, but I definitely, um, I definitely keep a running to-do list and try to I mean, it just, like, helps to keep my thoughts organized and to know, like, okay, I need to get this drawing done, like, this week. This is what I'm focusing on. Like, okay, cross it off, you know. And especially with the tapes, like, because there's, like, so many parts that are going to, like, with the full package. Right, yeah. Like, you know, like, um, I will just knock out each part, like, the the album cover, you know, the stamping. And, I mean, like, I'll, I'll list everything just so I don't forget you know i don't forget stuff like i don't want to send out tapes that haven't been dubbed you know yeah that's uh... um <laughs> but um yeah i don't know that might be kind of a short short answer no i think that, maybe... that's exactly what i was wondering you know i mean uh because like i've tried to personally like have a schedule or like a planner really you know where you're like hour by hour you're like writing out oh wow yeah that's like that's like like really detailed it never works i mean it never works for me though like i can't stick to that for some reason yeah like i think like having a broader sort of spectrum on it helps me like yeah um, same here same here yeah like because like i mean like i have like nine to ten hours that's blocked out for doing my day job (laughs) you know yeah um and like and so that's like monday through friday and I do get a, a large chunk of time in the middle where the the kids nap, and um, so I can like do like quieter projects, you know, like um, kind of design work or um, or even just like drawing in my sketchbook, you know. Um, so and, and I don't know that just kind of, but it keeps me like on task. Like if I have something that I need to work on, or if you know, like because sometimes like. I get a free moment. I'm like, oh, what should I be doing? Okay, I'll just like look at this and know. Okay, I need to make like 50 buttons. <laughs> like, get on it. <laughs> <laughs> cool, man. Yeah, that, that was just curious, like how you how you kept things organized and like what worked for you as an artist, especially because and obviously as a father and you know somebody who has a full time job, it's like I just there's I've tried a couple different things personally over the years and like. I don't know. I kind of have the same the same thing, you know. It's like I kind of block out uh, specific times where I know what I'm going to be doing, and then same deal. It's like I have a couple things I'm always working on and switching between, and then I just know, like like you said, like if I have a free half hour here and there, I can just bust out like you know a script for something, or if I'm like have some downtime when I'm driving, I can you know do the same thing, check out a work on a script, or like think about some scenes or some videos. It's like I've just never been somebody who's great at like blocking out like hour by hour because it just it just never works. Yeah, and I feel like as a creative person, like you kind of you can't like kind of restrict yourself, you know, yeah, like yeah. to that. You just like, need like a block of time. It's like 
that you can work on. You kind of need a lot of time to like work on stuff and let stuff develop. And yeah, yeah. just being like you said, restricted to like, if you're like, yeah, between the hours of seven and nine, I'm going to like, you know, do this thing every day. And like, I guess that works for like some types of artists, but um, like last night, like I, I was like, I had a block of time. Like it was kind of similar to tonight where my wife was going to be gone and the kids were in bed and I was like, okay, like I'm going to work on this drawing for you, you know? And like, um, of course. Yeah, no problem. But like, I found myself downstairs, like, like, and had put together like a few chords on the, the keyboard. And I was like, I'm just going to like record for just like, just like get a minute, like just to like, you know, cause I just wanted to kind of get the idea down. And then like, next thing I, <laughs> I know I've like recorded, like, you know, like laid down the drum machine, the chords, the like a little bass and like a little noise and then nice, like man. and then you know 20 minutes later i'm editing a little video together <laughs> to like <laughs> throw it up on like instagram for the hell of it you know yeah and and then i was like oh damn <laughs> like it's like 10 o'clock and i haven't started this drawing but but then i got down to it so i mean that's that's like safe. a perfect example of of that why i was curious you know like I mean, like you gotta follow things like that. Yeah, you know, that happen, absolutely. You know? And it, like it just kind of happens when it's gonna happen. And to say like, you know, obviously if you have like appointments and you got to meet up with people or you got to be at a job at a certain time, whatever. Oh like, sure. You know, when it comes to like scheduling out a creative time, like I don't know, it's almost like you just need a lot of it, and you got to be like constantly stirring stuff. And when, like you said, when something's happening, like like when the when you spill the when you spill the can of worms, like let it happen and do it and, yeah. and take advantage of that while it's, while it's going on. Yeah. Cause I, I've tried the, the software stuff too. And like, I need to use, you know, we talked about notebooks and pens in one episode, mm-hmm. but like I need to use like something analog, like a notebook or a planner just because I've lost so much stuff because of like iCal glitches and I just oh yeah I believe it yeah, yeah like and I just don't even mess with that anymore because uh it, like that stuff's too important to me and like like knowing what I did some days and what I'm going to be doing and even making notes like you said like it's just I can't I can't afford to lose that stuff because it's a big part of what I'm doing day to day looking for a way to support analog thoughts become a patron at patreon.com slash 424 recording and check out exclusive video episodes of the podcast so what are you going to recommend me this week what are we doing this week uh you you uh well you have an interesting one i thought you were going to mention something oh yeah well i could like um so um there's this podcast called like the tape deck podcast oh really um i've really like recently befriended like the guy that's hosting it on uh through Instagram and and stuff and um, like I just sort of commented on a couple of his episodes, uh, but so he like last minute has invited me to to come on and talk about Elliot Smith. Nice, and, dude. Um, that sounds awesome. Yeah, like uh, it should be it should be pretty fun. Like he was just like, hey, do you have any experience with listening to Elliot Smith? I was like. Yeah, I've listened to a couple of his albums, but it's, I guess it's his, like <laughs> it's like it's like uh, his fifty. It would have been his fiftieth birthday, I guess, this wow, week at really? some point. Yeah, and like um, wow, yeah. I mean, like I uh, like I was like really big into um, like uh, XO when that came out, and like and Figure Eight, and then I went back and like listened to Either or. Like those three, like were like really big for me, like 
you know, like early 2000s. And so, I, I mean, like, I, I will recommend anything by Elliot Smith, basically. But, like, um, yeah, I don't know. And, but, like, recently, like, this past fall, I actually went back, like, because I had learned, you know, that he had recorded stuff on 4-Track, like, those first couple of albums. And so yeah. I was like, oh, like, I want to hear what that stuff sounds like. Because I know I heard it at one point, but I just never You didn't, like, it. actively listen to it. Yeah, I mean, and at the time, it was like, you know, I was buying CDs, so it was like, you, like, in the early 2000s, for me personally, like, I, I bought a CD, and I listened to the hell out of that yeah, CD, hell yeah. you know, like, I didn't, like, listen to something once, and then, like, toss it to the side, and, you know, like, and then keep keep moving on, so, like... Put it in the recycling um, So bin. I just, like, I didn't have access to, like, his earlier albums, you know, until streaming stuff happened, probably. Wow, okay. Um but yeah, um, so yeah, at some point I'm going to talk about Elliot Smith pretty soon. So like, yeah, I was going back today listening to like those three core albums for me, like either or XO and like the, just like the progression of, oh yeah, of his like recording techniques, I'm sure. And his songwriting uh, and like oh, the compositions, it's, just, it's like insane. Yeah. It's amazing. Like, uh, I don't know if we... Maybe it was last episode we talked about finding your voice. I'm sort of forgetting where what episode we're on. No, we're on we've this been, episode. We've been cracking this out, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah like, that was um, this episode. That was a, the the break in between. Yeah, we had a little, um, little technical difficulty. So, like, yeah, like his evolution of finding his voice, I just it's just amazing. Like, yeah, um, yeah, that's a great tie-in. Thanks. <laughs> uh uh yeah good stuff dude well i'm excited for this podcast that you're going to be on we'll have to uh we'll have to put a link in the show notes sounds good because that'll definitely be out before this yeah i'm sure it will be since it's his birthday this week i think we're going to try to knock it out after this episode nice I'm man. Just so, so are you just <laughs> recommending ellie smith in general this episode yeah, why not? That's awesome. No, I would. I mean, like, I would narrow it down. Like, my favorite album is XO. That was the first one that I heard. Um, uh, and so, like, I just That's always the one go back where to he that. Is, is it the one he, it's like the shot in the mirror on the cover? Um, that sounds about right. It's got, like, Baby Britain on it. Yeah, um, I, think, I think. I think Sweet Adeline. Like, uh. Yeah, it's kind of like, yeah. I think it was like sort of like the bridge, like the either or was still pretty like kind of lo-fi-ish. And then like this one was like a little bit more, like it was like right in between going like figure eight was kind of like a lot bigger Damn, sound. I want to like listen to, listen to those albums now. Yeah, man. Put them on tomorrow. I mean, like, I don't know. And like his lyric writing was great and, you know, super sad, but like the melodies are just so... Like yeah. just so good, like I, Unbelievable, I don't, yeah. I don't often get too too sad listening to them, even though, like the the content is pretty depressing at times. But yeah, dude, I had a really weird. I'm not gonna recommend my recommendation this week. I think I'm just gonna tell a story about Elliot Smith that I have from. Uh, Let's do it. Yeah, so like definitely this week is. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna just um, copy Jason and say. Check out Elliot Smith. Um, so I was out in L.A. like uh, it had to be like five or six years ago, and um, as you do, 
just go to just out in LA. My buddy Sean lives out there, so oh okay, yeah, that's uh, right. He's like a filmmaker guy and also into Elliot Smith, and occasionally I've gone out there a couple times over the past ten years to see him. And um, this particular time, uh, I forget. I think it was like winter because I was trying to get out of New York because it was nasty, and um, we went to. Um, Oh man, I can't think of the club it was, but it was basically like one of the places he used to perform at, and um, there was some music there that night. And actually, I think earlier in the night, I was I actually went to one of his old where he used to live, um, and it was I was that's so weird, man, because I was thinking about this like this week or like recently, and like I thought it was really cool to see like where his apartment was and or one of his apartments, and then also, like, to see what he would have seen, you know, as he, like, went in and out or whatever, and the street he lived on, and um, so, and I also went to, like, the figure eight mural that time, and this this sure. trip, and, um, but I had this super strange experience. I can't think of the place. It's, like, the venue is, like, um, I think it has something to do with space or, like, galaxy or something i can't think of the name of it um i'll have to we'll have to put it look it up later but so we went to the venue and um i saw this guy that i like i could have sworn it was elliot smith and obviously this was like after he had died like yeah uh, many years after uh and i was like so convinced that this guy was elliot smith that like I was trying to like corroborate with other people around me that like they were also seeing him because it was this, this is like giving me the weirdest feeling like telling the story. Cause I don't think I've ever told anybody <laughs> the story. And, uh, it was like, like, I don't, I'm pretty sure it was just some dude that looked like him, but it was just so weird. And I went to go interact with him and I had to go to the bathroom like really badly. Like I had, um, basically like uh i mean i don't want to get graphic but i I really had to go take a (laughs) shit uh i was like getting sick or something and like but i was like i need to go like confirm that that's not that that whatever i was seeing was like either some dude or it was i don't even i don't know but so because i was like is elliot smith like did he is he still around and he just like i I don't know i i don't know what i was thinking the whole thing was really fucking weird but so, but I went back and after I left the bathroom, I couldn't find the guy. He was gone. Like, I'm not even sure if he was even ever there. I'm not sure what it was, if it was an apparition, if it was just some dude that looked like, this. probably just some guy that looked like him. Maybe he hung around this place because of this, because he kind of looked like him. I don't know. But, um, <laughs> so wait, you, you asked your friends if they thought that it looked like him? I asked, I well, no, I was that? trying to like ask other, yeah, like, well, Sean was there we were there with a couple other people and like I was trying to see if like they also saw this person that I was like seeing. Yeah. Uh, and, um, I don't think anybody really corroborated that. Like, gotcha. Like it was, man. it was weird. It man. was just the ghost. Of you know, I don't know. It might've just been, some, I, I should ask Sean about this man, but it was like, it was like the whole thing was just fucking weird. Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. That's like kind of a crappy story, though, because the ending is basically like I went outside to look for him and he was just like gone. Like I saw him leaving as I had to go to the bathroom. And then 
by the time I went to the bathroom and came back out, like this person or whatever, uh, the Elliot Smith look like doppelganger ghost, <laughs> whatever it was like gone. So, uh, it was fucking weird, man. I don't even know how I feel about like even sharing that story, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it seems like kind of a shitty story because like it doesn't really go anywhere, but <laughs> well, I mean, it's, I mean, it's not a shitty story if you saw Elliot Smith's freaking ghost. Yeah. It's pretty good. It's a pretty good story. Yeah, I'll never know. Honestly, I, I, know, I don't. I don't really the, believe in ghosts either. So that's the cliffhanger. Yeah, season finale cliffhanger. Just kidding. <laughs> it's in the season finale. Maybe we'll switch this recommendation to the next to the last episode. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, uh, that's my that's hey, my story. Uh, did you get anything out of that story, or was that just like kind of dumb to even say that? No, I love ghost stories. So. Okay. Cool. So um, I'm gonna. I'm gonna assume it was uh, it was Elliot, dude. I, I like kind of feel like it was. Yeah, it was fucking weird. Cause like nobody, a, nobody seemed did to he be have like, a, like stocking cap on. No, I don't think so. Uh, I always like picture him always wearing a stocking cap. I but he, he had like his. But I mean, like you know, he had like a hooded sweatshirt on. Like he looked like, you know, it could have just been some dude that hangs around at the clo- at this place, the space, whatever it's called, and just like I don't know. Just be, you know, because he kind of or maybe like, he faked his death and he's just been hanging out in the same club for twenty years. Dude, that was what my like that was really what my running theory about it was when I saw him because I was like, maybe he just didn't want to do it anymore and like he gave it up or something. I don't know. And yeah. but he just like hangs out there and like because I was also thinking like a lot of the other people in the place were a lot younger and there was like a totally different type of music going on in there and it was just like. Like, wouldn't that be crazy if he just hangs out here and, like, nobody <laughs> realizes it's him? And, like, I don't know. The whole thing was... I'm going to go ghost. The whole thing was bizarre, man. I, I like, I like honestly like that theory the best, but, you know. You like the, that he's, that he faked his death theory? Yeah. Uh, I like, I so like... I would just be, I'd be bummed because it's I like so much music that, that we're missing out, there, out you know? Yeah. Well, if he is... Elliot, if you're hearing this, like, go ahead and put out a new album, because I would love to hear it. If you like analog thoughts in a digital world, please go to iTunes and leave us a review. It's wonderful to hear what you're thinking and also a great way for new listeners to find us. You can also send us feedback about analog thoughts at 424recording at gmail.com. Connect with us on Instagram at 424recording and at Painted Blonde Tapes. Please join us next week. I'm Mike from 424recording. Thank you for listening and make sure you do something you want to do today, all right?